Yeah, we're not in the club, but we're right next to it. Me and my crew, we are country club adjacent. Country club adjacent. What up, everybody? Welcome back to this episode of Country Club Adjacent. Wow. That was very uh, tempered. Yeah. That was like a much, tempered Much opening. different take here. Much different take because th- that was like an NPR podcast opening. Welcome back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Country Club Adjacent. I'm your host, Jake Adams. And to my left is Stotts, a.k.a. Blake Weber, a.k.a. Blake Golfing. Stotts, how are you doing today? <laughs> That's what it felt like. Today we'll be taking firm stances on the... Oh, on God. stuff. Yeah. yeah. On important things. Uh, one thing to note before we really get into this pod is that uh, we just smoked a giant blunt, me and Jake. So sure did. So sure did. Because Griff and Mart aren't here today, they're out. You know, R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, since they're not here today, uh, we decided that it would be a good idea to get really high before we started this podcast, and here we are. Mm-hmm. High as high AF. Uh, Jake is fresh off the boat. Uh, did you take a boat? You can't boat to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, fresh. but I'm from Cape, Cape Cod, so it makes sense that you'd think that everywhere I travel is is by boat, boat mm-hmm. and with boat shoes. Today you're wearing sandals. Uh, so Jake is fresh off the airplane from Oklahoma, and I'm fresh off the four and a half hour drive from uh, EDC Las Vegas. And boy, there's a lot to talk about today, isn't there, Jake? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I have so many things just off what you've said previously. <laughs> Please. <laughs> One. Let's go, go. I'll say up top. Go. Love the choice of you uh, taking the reins with the host. <laughs> Much needed. I could tell you were struggling <laughs> when you were like, when you couldn't think of uh, something to say, a strong stance. Uh, today we're on the NPR and we're going to take a strong stance on. Uh, I was like, no. all right, I have, to, I have to hold it down. No, my next play after failing coming up with anything funny in that moment was to explain how high I was. Yeah, <laughs> as an excuse, uh, but the fact that you know came out uh, with you is, I feel like a better look. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so we got that. So, so then that was number one. What's yep. number two? Secondly, uh, you mentioned uh, my sandals, flip flops today. I started. I made the mistake this morning uh, of wearing these like in the shower at the gym. Oh God, <laughs> these ones? <laughs> these are your gym fucking shower sandals that you're wearing out in public? You sick <laughs> fuck, Jesus, dude. There's I, is that why there's mold all over them? Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I did not think you were going to take that hard of a stance. <laughs> dude, are those pubes sticking out the bottom of your shoe? Jesus, dude. That's so... Like, I felt a bit insecure about it bringing it up, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I really messed up here. I won't tell you. Luckily, no one can hear us in this studio, so no one has to know that these are your gym, sh- gym shower sandals. Jake's oh, wearing Come on, dude. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize it was such a such a faux pas, you know. Like, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I just know that I had gym shower. Those are nice, though. That's I think that's why I was so shocked. Yeah, but like, okay, in any defense, if possible, yeah, like <laughs> post gym, you wrap them in like a fresh towel, right? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And really, like, rub them down. Okay, um, I did get a bit lazy today, but. You didn't oh. rub down the one day you wear them in public. You don't rub them down. There was a slight rub. It was just a little. Okay. So number two is me talking about yeah. your sandals. Okay. Was well, there no, a number three? Kind of, but it's like two as a, um, the, well, I'll just like, I'll just say it. You say, know say, how say, say, words say. work. Um, <laughs> I feel like the gym, uh, pe- like people who work in the locker room, the gym must fucking, dude, because I take so many towels every time I go in. You take them? No, no, no. I'm not keeping them. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Sometimes one of the small ones slip oh, in. you use them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I go in the sauna too before. Smart. So I'm using three to four minimum Wow. towels. Wow. <laughs> I mean, if if they're there for, to use, why not use them, right? Yeah. But you just got to think of like, you know, it just causes more work for people. Causing but, more work. Well, yes and no. Yes, because you're adding more towels to their load. <laughs> but then no, because like it's going to get done anyway. So, you know, you're just, I think yeah. you're, I think you're a job creator, really. Are you taking towels? Am I taking towels? Yeah. Like how many are you, are you not showering at the gym? I don't shower at the gym. Yeah. I, I live like seven minutes from my gym. So I just, I just go home and shower usually. Yeah. Um, Got you. Mine's on the way to work, so it just it really it makes sense. Yeah, that make that makes sense. Yeah. If I if that were the case, like if I was, 
if my gym was like far away or something or I had something to do immediately after, yes. But I just, uh, I usually plan my, my gym time where it's like I have like some hours blocked off where I can go to the gym, come home, shower, fucking right. get back to doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way you describe your gym routine mm-hmm. makes me feel like it's easy to fall out of love with. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like how, like, uh, like how I have to blo- block it off. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was just like, um, thinking I sounded like David Goggins, but then I couldn't remember his name. So, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, just the way you described it was like very monotone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I it's need kinda, you to be very excited. Like I need you to be pumped up. About dude, talking. my gym time. Let me tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> First I take a fucking dab and then I take C4, which is basically just like energy and powder form. And it makes your fucking vessels feel like they're going to explode out of your body. And then I go to the gym and I work out for an hour and then I go home and I shower and I feel like a new person, but I'm still kind of high, but not too high where I can function and talk to people. So was that? That sounded that's, honestly, yeah. That's that what you wanted. Like that's a, what you, a good time. Yeah, that, I mean, it is. I, I, I just, it just sucks, dude. I get, you know, you go on these freaking uh, trips, and I, I always fall yeah. out of trips routine. Are trips, trips are tough. Trips fuck up my my mm-hmm. gym routine so much. Like I'll be on a good path where I'm doing like four times a week, and I'll have it for like two weeks, and then I'll go out of town for. You know, like like these back to back weekends. I was just in uh, Austin with Mart, and then I was I was just in Las Vegas, and here we are Thursday. Oh, you were in Marston with Art. I was in Marston with Art. Marston with Art. That should be a fucking Dude, podcast. My sister listened. My older sister listens to this podcast, and uh, she was like, uh, when Mart, like the lady, couldn't say her name right, like the host. Yeah. Uh, my sister was like, well, don't you guys say his name wrong like all the time? Like, why is he so, so <laughs> hung up on this one person? Well, because no, no. OK, I can I'll explain the difference. We adorned him a nickname. That's his nickname. Mm, right. And you don't pick your nicknames. Your friends. Well, I pick, get the difference between like cold yeah. meeting somebody messing up their name. And, yes. Like, you know, a nickname. But, yeah. 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 That. Well, I was just explaining. I was, I was explaining. No, my sister's you. wrong and is a terrible person. For- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So don't question what we do on our podcast. With Mart's name, Mark Small, Marcus Smalls, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian Smalls. God damn it, that was so funny. So yeah, you, you fall out of. Shout these... out Becca though; she wants to manage us. Be- Becca wants to manage us. Yeah. Um, what's her credentials? <laughs> has she, how many brand deals has she sold in the past? She's uh, she's uh, she's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, she owns like a, a goat for leisure. So yeah. Well, I mean, we could use that goat. Yeah. <laughs> We could use that goat, Becca. Uh, let us know. Um, you know, go through Jake though. Jake, is, <laughs> <laughs> he, he handles all that stuff. <laughs> but dude, we yeah. so so so. Anyways, you fall out of fucking when you go on trips. You need like two or th- I need like two two days to like get my life back in order after every trip, and uh, it just fucks up your gym routine. And here we are feeling shitty about my body right when summer's hitting. <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about it except because I I just got off another trip and I'm 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 not going to the gym today. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow I might just like relax at home because I haven't been home for so long. Um, this weekend I might get back on it. So let's yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. What I, What I was thinking about while you were talking. Oh no, Jake. Had, and by the way, Jake has had tears in his eyes this entire time for some reason. He's just in the giggle mode. Uh. And I want to hear your thought. What you were yeah. thinking while I was talking about that. I was just thinking about like the idea of uh like my foot being out this way and how this podcast is video. Uh, oh and just no. like how there's uh like the editor will put in like a slow zoom of my foot. Of your foot. Yeah, and then that's a tough look, you know, of Be- like the whole sandal situation. I mean it's it's tough look on that. And then dude, people will screenshot your fucking feet and <laughs> yeah, put you're them on Wiki feet. I'm aren't on you? Wiki feet, dude. Yeah. A, I have a 2.8 out of five. <laughs> they don't like my feet on Wiki feet. Yes, for somebody that like goes and gets pedicures more than most people that i know yeah uh that's a tough rating for you it sucks dude yeah <laughs> it fucking sucks. It's, it's it's just so weird that someone would take the time to screenshot my stories of of, of yeah. my feet and then post them on this website to be rated cindy's got a great rating she's got one she, she's got like a 4.97 out of five wow so it's a good foot you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's a good foot yeah 
Yeah, so uh, that's what's going to happen to you, Jake. You're going to get on wiki feet? No, I don't think I, I'm on that type of level, you know, to have a wiki feet. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know, dude. You got some good-looking uh, good hair on them feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking today, uh, maybe I should become a socks guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much a socks guy. Socks and sandals always. Yeah. So it's kind of dumb that I get my toes did, but it's for me literally because it's just funny to like be in the shower and be like, ha pink toes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. So dude. tell me about Oklahoma, dude. Oh, I've Oklahoma. been, I've been waiting to hear about this trip because first off, um, you and Griff went to, I keep wanting to say the U S open, but yeah, I mean, PGA the PGA championship. Champion, mm -hmm. you went to the PGA championship you guys posted that fucking awesome, uh, basically backing off people in their in their life video, yeah. <laughs> chirp video, that uh, was actually just put us well over a hundred k. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's huge. So there's got to be more to this Oklahoma trip. Well, I'll say this: the trip ended with Griff dropped me off the airport with us not talking for the last half an hour of the car ride because. <laughs> drama was it drama i'm not no yeah i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> why do you and griff always have wait griff has drama with everybody literally except me we never have i never have well, had nobody has drama with you uh, yeah because like i don't know i gotta pick your brain of like how you just stay with no conflict in your life and like everybody likes you yeah uh we could we could we could good at what you do we could chat about it dude but but that's a, okay. That's, you, I, I, you, you, I get it. You want to share the. You want to keep the advice. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. yeah we'll yeah, keep the advice for a, after the <laughs> podcast because I want to know. I want to. The advice is lame, dude. No one cares about the advice of uh, staying. You know, relatively neutral. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there it could be. You know, it could be useful for. But you know, it's it, we could just. You want? Should we? Should I do it? Should I, should I just say like one? No, for, well, I mean, first I should tell you the story. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I want to hear the story. The advice after. Oh you know? yeah, because I could. I could be like, oh well, Jake, you or Griff is a fucking. You know, I could. I could. Yeah, and then drop yeah. into it. All right, let's go. Yeah, well, I mean, it'll probably fall back on me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then also if you tell me the advice beforehand then i'll yeah. be like trying to tell the story through the lens of trying to be a better person oh so I want like an unfiltered you know of what happened got it got it got it got it yeah okay go um so the morning of our boy landon uh texted like or dm'd griff okay um at like you know 8 a.m or like 7 30 and was like hey i'm in i'm at southern i'm playing southern hills today are you guys um still here is what he said <laughs> Um, and in my head, I'm like, oh, if somebody says like, are you, I'm playing Southern Hills today. Are you still here? Is that an invite to you or no? That sounds like an invite. To me, it sounded like an invite. Yeah. That sounds like I'm, I'm playing Southern Hills today. You, you guys still here? Yeah. Because but really in, in actuality, he was like shooting for Eric Anders Lang, who was, uh, like played the course the day after. Okay. But we didn't know that in the text. Yeah. Um, and then we were on the way to the airport and Griff showed me that. And then Griff's like response was, uh, to Landon was just like, Oh, uh, we're dropping Jake off. Uh, can't make it. Have fun. Like something along those lines. Um, and in my head, I'm like, I would have changed my flight mm -hmm. if a chance to play the PGA Championship the day after. The day after. So like any possibility of that, at least just like, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I like told Griff to that, it, uh, told Griff how I felt, but like in definitely probably a way that was like demeaning. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for that, I apologize. Uh <laughs> Um, and then like Griff just got like mad to the point where he like yelled at me. Yeah. Um, and I don't respond well to like yelling. So I just shut down. Oh then, yeah. Yeah. I and then for the next that. half an hour, he just drove me to the airport. Just silent. Yeah. But then, uh, Landon, uh, DM'd us back or DM Griff back and was like, yeah, no, this wasn't an invite. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, uh, like I'm just, you know, here filming or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, God and, yeah. damn it. <laughs> Griff did this thing in the car when the DM came in because we just like, you know how you can mount your phone? Uh, so the phone was mounted, but on the screen was just the DM with Landon. Yeah. And then, like I saw it come in out of the corner of my eye. Like, you know, I was just still upset. I wasn't talking. I had my headphones in. Mm -hmm. And Griff just like points like so like, uh, like does one of these where a full extension yeah. of the arm to point into the DM to like show me that like this whole conversation was for naught. It was not an yeah. invite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can picture him doing that, dude, so well. 
And then, no. uh, yeah, at the end, Poirier, I just said, you know, see you later, slipping. And, see you later, slip. Yeah. And he's still not here yet. Um, okay. But, uh, but I think there was maybe some residual leading up to that moment. Okay. Which I'll, I'll, I can wait for Griff to, to talk about. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe like, and then, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> wait, no. <laughs> well, no, there's also like, a, I didn't tell Griff this, but there's a voice that he does with his sister. Oh, and it yeah. Just, it just ruins me every time he does it. Because <laughs> I'm just like, ah, uh, Like if I did that, I don't know. I just, they have a different relationship, you know? Okay. But it's like a, the only way to describe it is like a high-pitched Bill Cosby voice. Yes, sir. <laughs> and they, like, they call each other Biggles. Biggles, what are you doing, Biggles? Something like that. Like I know Griff will come and do it better, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that was kind of uh, on my mind. Uh, just hardly <laughs> that. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah, that's so. <laughs> you're you're. It's so funny because you don't like. I feel like you're neurotic, but you don't like. It's internal. Yeah, it's very internalized yeah. neuroses. Uh, whereas a lot of people are like very like external with their like how how neurotic they are. But that's so funny that it just yeah, bothered it, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for sure though. If I like feel a neuroses, I'll like put it back in and like try to solve it in my in my head. Yeah. Before like being public about my emotions with it. Yep. I yeah, I totally yeah. I and I understand that because it's like you don't want to open up about that because it's different, you know? It's like Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I could picture that. <laughs> I can picture that. I'm, I I have some neuroses that I do that I don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you want to want to know one of my weird neuroses that started in second grade? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, so I can't step on cracks really, like yeah. on the sidewalk. So and, far, I mean, most people. So a lot of people have that. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. But then also when I'm like walking and like I'm stepping on cracks I, in my mind. <laughs> Do you remember the Offspring song, uh, uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy? The intro that goes, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. <laughs> that is constantly going in my head when I'm walking. And as I'm walking, each step is one of the words. And I try to step over the next crack by the end of seis. So like, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Yeah. Like that's, uh, so that's I my... I mean, if people look at you, they would just... Like assume that that's what you're doing in your head. <laughs> no, they would. Yes, dude. It's like is that guy singing yeah, the intro to Pretty like, Fly for a White Guy while I mean, he's walking? You honestly, yeah, like you look like you're literally you're on the up of being like a Mexican Mexico City's pop star. <laughs> like you definitely have some buzz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so that's my weird neurosis. Um. All right. So wait. Rewind back to the Griff situation here. Um. That's, uh, that's so, yeah. Okay. So what I'm, what I see in this situation is that you thought, you thought it was an invite. Definitely the text came in as very much like an invite sort of text. Like you don't text that unless you're inviting someone. So I think that's kind of the root of it. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure Landon w listens to this podcast as well, but like, honestly, it's just like, you're sending the text as a flex looking back. Yeah. 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 Like what is, I mean, I guess it's to like hang out after and see if we're still there. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm saying I'm playing a golf course, you know, it's either like you know, like a close family member to be who like likes golf or something. Yep. Or it's uh, an invite. Yeah, like if you if you wanted to flex, I would have said like, dude, I'm playing Southern Hills today. Like, whoa, you know. <laughs> but I would never <laughs> yeah, flex. Hey, I, I'm never gonna flex about anything. Right. Uh, but I feel like that's honestly the root of the like. Yeah. You know, he thought Griffin it was an I would have been good. Uh, you know, at, at, to an extent, like, yeah, Griff should have showed you the text, but then it's also like a thing where, you know, you're going to the airport already. So, you know, who cares? We'll play Southern Hills. At yeah, no, definitely. I, I like, I took it probably too far. Mm -hmm. It was also raining, but in my head I was just, uh, I was just like, you know, set the opportunity to play Southern Hills yeah. the day after, but yeah, no, I, yeah. Um, yeah. That's what it is. For we can me, talk about it more when Griff's here next week. Yeah, we'll talk about it when Griff's here. But as you know, just just like listening in, and it, you know, I'm gonna get into that the quick tidbit of advice. The best way, the reason why I, I think I stay so like neutral and uh, don't necessarily have beef with anybody uh, is because 
I don't try to like control anything. I just kind of let whatever happens happen and just adapt uh, as that comes. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't try to, I just let, I just let shit happen at me and then adjust. So what if you, would you take that same way if you're being like a director, if like you're, if you're directing something or feel like you have to like lead a group? No, uh, I say like three other people who are on a podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, you know. well, what the way that I, the way that I would, I would do it, you know, and how I have done it in the past is like, all right. So as a director, you've probably vetted most everybody on the set that you're doing and what that that's working for you mm-hmm. essentially. So you, you just have to give them like, I, I feel like you got to give everyone room to work in. You know, it's, I don't, yeah. I'm not like a dick. If I was in that situation, I, I wouldn't be like a, a dictator. Um, I would be like very much like, Hey, you're the DP. Here's what I was thinking. What were you thinking? And then based on that, make a decision on w- what direction to go in. Maybe we both agree. Maybe he's got a better idea. Maybe my idea is better. So I, I, I like to, I, I, I like to give people space and let them fucking do their shit and then come in after and just and then make a better choice yeah or 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 let that or maybe they made the better choice i like that yeah yeah. so sound advice yeah just fucking let shit happen at you and adapt don't try to control like in that Mm -hmm. situation you know griff gets that text and so for me I'd be like, damn that's crazy like we could have we i guess we could have played but whatever we'll have our chance yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead of being like, what? Now we can't, we can't just, oh. and then, and then the way that it ends up is fucking, uh, you know, boom, we're, it meant nothing anyways. It wasn't even an invite. Yeah. Another, yeah. another, another prime example. It ends in a silent car ride. Silent 30 minute car ride out of <laughs> an, Oklahoma. An aggressive point. <laughs> you see, it wasn't even an invite. I can just picture him doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. one, one, one example of this that happened to me recently was i had uh i had booked uh it was actually for edc i was supposed to play in this poker tournament at like right before edc but this that's past week yeah and the same day i was supposed to film something for insomniac and i uh kind of waited to the last minute to let the guy know i wasn't going to be able to film yeah but then before i let him know he's like hey we're we're our production is just too is too booked so we're not even going to be able to film so perfect oh, so you have to be a good guy i got to be, i didn't even have to say yeah I oh that's the best yeah. so you know uh in that situation it was like fuck i said yes to two things how, let's let's see what happens as we get closer to the date before we make a decision yeah. to cancel. And then you just give people no time to readjust. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> give them no time to readjust. Apologize, and uh, you know maybe it'll 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 probably work out. <laughs> but that's the thing we were supposed yeah. to we were supposed to shoot two days, and I would have just missed the one day. So, uh, so how'd the poker tournament go? Not good. It was really? it was not good. It was. Um, it was a charity poker tournament for Tiesto. He was like raising money for the local uh, food bank. He did raise any money for the kids? <laughs> no, the, <laughs> he raised a lot of money okay. for the kids. But uh, it sucked because I got there for registration like 20 minutes early and they gave my seat away because it was, oh, no. it was so packed. Um, so I was an alternate. So by the time I got in the game, Oh, people are already deep in stacks, deep in stacks. And then we're level three or four blinds. Yeah. So I'm coming in with like a normal stack and the, the it's, you know, I think when I came into the game, the blinds were 400 and 800. I have 2,500. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Like what am I supposed to do? So I did six big blinds. I doubled up. I did double up. Uh, like pre- like within five hands, I doubled up, and then um, uh, I took a, a little bit of a bad beat on on a hand where a guy had low pair on the board, called me when I had high pair, and uh, and then he hit two pair on the river, mm. second pair on the river. Uh, so I had a little bit of a bad beat, and then I just went all in blind three times in a row. I won the first one, I won the second one, and then I lost the third one. Ah. Uh. Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, 
Uh, sounds like it was for a good cause. It is for a good cause, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I didn't have to say no. I didn't have to say no to the other guy, which allowed me to play guilt free, mm. uh, even though I fucking lost and had to be an alternate. You know, but yeah. what can you do? But also, they probably like comped your buy-in, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. comped, and and I w- I stayed in long enough to get past the rebuy, so I didn't even have to rebuy. <laughs> So I I, I, get, I don't know why I'm laughing. That means I gave no money to charity. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of giving no money to charity, uh, I don't know if I like the PGA Tour. Um, Anymore? No, just the way they put on tournaments. Oh, t- tell me. Do do tell. Uh, it's just like the, everything's like so removed. Like ever since last year, remember at Kiowa, like how people would run up the 18th uh, and like I guess like Brooks Kepka got kind of like in the middle of a huddle at one oh, point. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So at this PGA championship, the 18th hole, everybody is like 70 yards or at least back of the green. And you just don't have that like feeling where it should in a classic golf tournament mm-hmm. or just any good golf tournament where you get to huddle over the last green yeah. and like you're in the player's ear. Yeah. You know, it's so separated. Um, Weird. Also, there's just so many people that go. Yeah. And like, I know this sounds like golf snobby or whatever, but like, I don't want to go to another tournament if we can't like, have some passes where oh 100 percent it's a shit show uh, like you can't 100%. watch the game you can't watch golf i know yeah. I, I know or you I, can't see any good moments like yep you know i i forgot who i talked to friend of mine that has gone to the masters and he says he's like yeah honestly if you want to watch golf just if you want to watch the masters stay home yeah he's like it's cool to be there on site or whatever but if you really want to watch the masters stay home and i totally get that i what ends up happening anytime i go to a golf event is i fucking start drinking and then i just like sit somewhere for a while and talk shit yeah that's what ends up happening yeah so i i I totally get what you mean you gotta just like yeah almost the place just sit out on some random hole you know and then you get like the best luck of everybody coming through 100 and watch these shots yep yeah at the uh at the um waste management that was kind of nice to do on 18 and obviously 16 is different different experience but fucking just sit there and yeah. just watch everyone come through but it's really funny because you don't know who the fuck is hitting because it's all just the same like white person <laughs> coming through yeah everything yeah. so you're like oh another white person which one's that one is that oh okay that's uh brad faxon okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah we might go we're planning to go to the the boston the u.s open the u.s open yeah what are dude, the, I'm so stoked if you're able to come. I, I, I hope I am, dude. I, yeah. I, I know that there's there's a possibility of something happening uh June 17th, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not a hundred percent, but it would be it's a it's a DJ gig down in San Diego. So Okay, gotcha, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll see we'll see what happens on that. Um Yeah, let me know. Dude, it would be so fun. Uh I, I know, know my boys would be pumped to play together. I know, dude. And yeah. I and I honestly love I love the Northeast. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just like vibe with people up there. I don't know why. Yeah. But it's just like they're fucking. Yeah. No, my buddies from back home are the best. Uh, And they're good golfers. Very good golfers, you know. Damn. Yeah. What's your home home course there? Uh, I mean, I grew up playing like there was a sick deal for two public courses on the Cape. Okay. It was literally as a junior, it was like under 300 bucks for two public courses. Wow. Old Barnstall Fairgrounds and Hyannis Golf Course. 300 bucks per month? No, for the year. For the year? Yeah. If you're like like a a Barnstable student, you know? Whoa. That type of thing. That's, 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 that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Unbeatable. So most of the days are spent there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, we but, need we need a membership, dude. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Dude. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, our man. membership here at Rustic Canyon. Yeah, I did. You guys talk about it last week? No. We, yeah, we didn't because you weren't here. We to, should do it when everybody's here. Yeah, but like, we gotta save it. Yeah, but we need a new Fuck, membership. Yeah, so back to Weddington. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a director of golf or a head pro or somebody important at a golf course, we need a new home course to shoot content. And so that we can hit drivers, because uh, we're banished to I mean, Weddington. Anywhere, now. even anywhere close to Los Angeles, you know. Yeah, we're talking Santa Barbara. What? <laughs> like, I mean, I yeah. would go as far as Santa Barbara if there's a place like one. I mean, but we have that with Ojai with our boy Finn. We do, but I, Finn. I. But I feel like it's not a. It's not. Um, uh, like we can't go out whenever and do boom. you know just uh, like if we have to shoot on a Tuesday, yeah, you know, or whenever. It's not just like a call. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, uh, but yeah, greater Los Angeles area would really be, yeah. Like just a place we can film, you know, more park is pretty good. Like the location of rustic was pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's as, that's as like close as you can get to Los Angeles without having to be like a member at like a crazy country club here. Yeah. No, I mean, it was a good run. (laughs) It was a good run. It was a good run. Yeah. And why did it end for that? We don't even know. Not even a real reason. I mean, it wasn't anything that we did as country club adjacent. Yep. It's, you know, like our choices that we made in people that we brought out. And like, they just, the thing is they're not even on it. They won't even, I know a couple of the guys in the shop listen, but like they're not on Instagram is the thing is where yeah. they couldn't see the value of like us playing there all the time. Yep. Uh, like they last posted seven years ago when, Jesus. and then they lost their login. Cause I asked them about it. I'm like, you know, we like can do about these co-posts and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they just, you know, can't log in. Like, we, we, Buddy. We're Rustic Canyon. <laughs> they told us we've played enough free golf. Yep. Um, but little do you know, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> little do you know, that is uh, the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason we started this podcast literally was to get free golf. I mean, that's like, uh, I mean, th- maybe, yeah. For you, that was definitely a motivator. I was yeah. getting free golf by calling in as a, f- a fake assistant that's right. for years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been, I, I don't like, there's never a point in my life cause I went, I was in high school. So that felt like free golf, you know, yep. like small, like tiny membership. Yep. Uh, my parents are paying for it. And then, uh, college, I went to the professional golfers career college. So yep. if you think for a second, I didn't call courses <laughs> and telling them that I'm a student at the professional golfers career college to see oh, if I can yeah. play for free. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You did. And then went to being a caddy and like, yeah. uh, calling as saying I was the assistant pro at the course. Um, and then, you know, starting to work within the golf world. So, so you, st- you stayed getting free golf. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did not get free golf for any time that I was here in Los Angeles. There was a large gap there. There was a big Your gap. Whole time here in LA. Basically, yeah. yeah. You know, I've, I got invited to a couple rounds here and there, but like, yeah. I didn't like the, have a spot. The first time we hung out was free golf. Mountain Gate. Mountain Gate. I called Mountain Gate and said I was the assistant pro at Wilshire Country Club, and then I and then we filmed out there. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> you know, it's even fun. Uh, what's funny is that I played Mountain Gate prior to that for free because mm-hmm. you can get one free round if you're like <laughs> you told me this, yeah. pondering a membership. Yeah. And so you just call you just email the lady and you're like, "Hey, I've been thinking about getting a membership here. Would love to have a test round." Right. And they set you up and you go out there, you can bring one guest. And uh then I just she followed up and I was like, "Yeah, I just, you know, at, at this point, uh I'm looking for something. I think I literally <laughs> said I'm 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 looking for something a little more high end." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he's the play. Dude, we should do that. We should just go and just do that and film it and just see uh, if it works, you know? And then we can, like, kind of post about our interaction with the people. Yeah. Um, and I, it's honestly not a bad way to just get into clubs and just kind of, like, actually tell them who we are. Yeah. Because this wouldn't be, like, out of the absurd that they would think that, like, and, we're and, actually looking to get a membership. Tr- yeah. And Mountain Gate is a nice fucking course. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I forgot who is a member. Th- uh, Too Short, I think, is a member there. It checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a few other people that are members there. And it's I don't know, it's like it's decent practice facility from what I recall. Yeah. And the view is pretty spectacular. Yeah. The the ownership's super tight though. That's why it's like it'd be good to fuck with them for this. Like yeah. Like the most like like old school golf country club vibes Ugh. when uh you know, this guy who runs that place. You don't want that. No. Don't but- want it. Which sucks because I feel like that's such the majority that it's like makes it just so difficult to maneuver yeah. when you're golf influencers. Yeah. I mean, dude, we'll, we'll find a place, you know, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. There's a lot of options. There's options. Uh-huh. It's just finding the right one with the right guy that won't kick us off for bringing our mullet friends. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, should, I mean, that I can understand. Like literally what happened? Should we just say what happened? Just give a brief rundown and then we can. I think, and then and then we can really go into detail next okay. time. Yeah, so we had uh, the Boys 98 out there, YouTube video coming out soon. Great video. By the way, shout out to the Boys 98. Dude, they these came, guys are great. They came to my set at EDC. Really? They came, they showed up, they were like, Blake, what's up? I got him backstage. I don't know what happened from there, but I saw him out in the crowd, and at one point he held up his phone, and he was. it said, uh, uh, Blake sucks at golf. <laughs> and so for like a minute on stage, I was like, hey, get, that guy needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> Flip them off. It was great. They're, oh, I love they're, that. They're awesome. Yeah, good guys. Um, so the only factor is that, like, I did. I'm pretty sure I did mention to them 
uh, like, hey, just be low key. If we're, I know we got to like part of the bit out there is like drinking, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna bring coolers, just like transition them in the parking lot, bring the cart out to the parking lot, and that way it's not like you know a, a big thing. Yeah. And then the first thing I do see when they pull up is them, <laughs> just like both double fisting cooler bags, uh, walking like right towards the golf shop. Yeah. And then I had to be like over here, and then the golf shop for sure, because that was that. in the email they sent when we were on six, telling that yes. we're no longer uh, partnered. That I, um, I do remember the email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not even on that. Like you know, it's not. It's even then is not that big of a deal. Like there should be. I get like other people out there might see that. But the thing is, we're creating content that's only going to help the course. Exactly. And like this could be, well, you know, you don't know how many people may see this video. Uh, and yeah, yeah. so like, and then they got upset that we were like filming out there. And I'm like, that's the whole thing. That's you the can't, whole thing. We can't, we're not just like playing free golf yeah. and not like showing any dividend. Like we're actually showing your course in a great, and people know that like that's our home course. And literally like. If you guys had an Instagram, you would see that happening, Dude, but you don't. I freaking, I po- I, you know, I, I'll post stories out there and stuff, and I won't necessarily tag Rustic, but people know. I get messages. Is that Rustic? Oh, 18 on Rustic. I know where you're at. It's like, one of the biggest things in the comments yeah. is like people na- calling out what course it is. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just, it's frustrating. So they, so they, they brought the coolers, yeah. you know, they're out there with that, with t-shirts, which honestly, I've seen a bunch of people out there with t-shirts. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you know, that I don't should, think there's a dress code out there you have to tuck in your shirt. I know there's not. There shouldn't be, that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. I think it was the pit vipers that did it. The short shorts? No, the pit vipers, the glasses. Yeah, uh, I'm, it could be the pit vipers. I yeah. think the pit vipers, yeah. I think it was the mullets, and they were just like, this ain't, this isn't the normal yeah. uh, person that's out here. And then, like, the superintendent or greenskeeper oh my uh, came out to me, and like, after we were making the turn, um, which we, you know, I knew we were playing a little bit slower, but we weren't really holding anybody up. No. But consciously, we played the front nine again. It was like 5 p.m. at that point. Nobody's yep. going out. That way, we have the whole side. We're not like holding anybody down. Yeah. Um, also, we didn't. We anyone that came up behind us, we let them play through every single time. Yeah, there and was, only one group did. And like, was it was two it of the holes? We played groups? like speed golf. Like, yeah. Just one v one. So we like sped through it, and yep. that's why we were keeping keeping pace. Yeah. So there. So there's that. And I know that they had mentioned that bringing your own beers was an issue. How, how much money did you spend on beer after that when you saw? I made a grow? point to yes. get the cart lady, and I bought like eight beers. Yeah, you spent like one hundred and fifty dollars plus yeah. the fifty dollar tip or whatever, uh, just to make sure that like, because we like most people won't spend that on the golf course. Yeah, ninety percent of groups won't spend two hundred dollars with the cart girl. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Yeah, having worked at golf courses before, so that was I don't know. I feel like we played we played the game. You know, we were, we were, we, we didn't do anything disrespectful to the golf course. We didn't do anything out of the ordinary aside from, uh, you know, f- filming. Right. So, but that was like literally part of the, like when we first made the partnership. Exactly. That, there, that was, that was literally yeah. what we discussed. Yeah. We just want somebody like, you know, who gets what we're doing yep. and, uh, is cool about and sees kind of like the benefit of obviously having, you know, us at your home course and like, you know, I think there's a way it like works both ways where like if a member complains, you're like, oh, actually, these guys are country club adjacent. You should check them out. Boom. You know, they're really fun. Like they, they do all these like good things for the game. And like, yep. yeah, they play like their own way. Right. But like as long as they're not holding anybody up or like, you know, and we're, like, you know, we're not doing anything to like really fuck with the well, we're never going to mess up your golf course. No, we're never going to mess up the golf course. We're never going to mess up anyone's golf game. Yeah. Except our own. Um, and you know, what we do is it will be, it's self-contained. Like we're doing like, for instance, even, even with the challenge that day on the golf course, um, it's making golf palatable. And what it was essentially is like every time someone lost a hole, they had to chug a beer. It makes it, it makes golf palatable to a new audience that wouldn't necessarily give one fuck about golf. So it doesn't hurt anything. People shotgun beers on the golf course all the time, you know, yeah. whether it's, you know, for a match or whatever. So this greenskeeper, of course, goes, uh, comes up to us and was like, who's the producer? Yeah. He asked who the producer was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess this is my turn. Yes. Uh, just self-proclaimed producer. Yeah. But in a way, I guess point of contact. We've been through that in the past. Of course. Uh, okay. So. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I produce films as well myself. Um, and in my head, I'm like, oh, is that why you're a greenskeeper? Dude, <laughs> but that seemed disrespectful. Apparently, but obviously, honestly, but don't tell, like, 
uh, you know. He's at that point. He's just trying to flex yeah. and relate in some capacity. Uh, I also have found out one uh, a friend a friend of mine actually works there, and he's like, yeah, that guy just works in the bag shop or in the uh, in the oh, bag really? room. Yeah. He's not even like the greenskeeper. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought he was. He came up with greenskeeper energy. <laughs> yes, and yeah. he was driving like a maintenance cart. Yeah. Not like a regular... Official. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, something was going on there, because I've never seen that guy before, and I thought the GM was Jared, so, you know, I thought yeah. he would come out and talk to us. Yeah. Instead of just sending an email. Literally. But, uh... Weak. <laughs> yeah, just... Come fight me before you send me an email, dude. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's big. I wouldn't want to fight him, but still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, dude. I feel like we didn't. And also one strike was a one strike thing. What is this? The one yeah. strike policy. Why take the partnership if you're on a one strike policy? Yeah, dude, we're going to at least get one strike. We know that. Yeah. We're, we're not afraid to admit it. We'll get one strike, but then guess what? We will, we will correct. Yeah. We will come corrected next time. And also the, the fake greenskeeper, what he said to me, he goes, this is rustic Canyon. Yeah. And I was like, what does that even mean? Literally. That you're rustic because you guys forgot your Instagram login? <laughs> that you're going to hold on to what you think rustic means within the golf world? Like, what? I, I don't know, man. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, I don't understand why they took the partnership in the beginning. Yeah. It, if you're, if you're, if you're not, or you claim to be like such a fan and, and then you're all of a sudden you, you're not okay with us doing what we agreed upon from the beginning it's like then don't do it then don't do it it's it's the exact same thing that happened with the honda classic content um yeah but that one that one i understand kind of a little bit well that was more like i i feel like it was more cool on uh bryce for liking what we're doing being in a high enough position at the honda yeah and trying to like push us through in a way, like maybe he, like the boss never really saw everything we did. That's, exactly. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like I, I, so I appreciate kinda... Bryce for that for sure. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And also what we did was not even, it was funny as fuck. Like it wasn't offensive. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was... Like that would be our best video on YouTube if we were able to keep it up. It was so funny. Yeah. But I understand you got to play the game sometimes, blah, blah, blah. But uh, long story short, we need a golf course. And, you know, obviously when uh, Mark and Griff are here, they I'm sure they have thoughts on that as well. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. Dude, Mark's had a week as well. Uh, dude, I'm so pumped for Mark to be back and talk about uh, San Francisco. Me too, dude. Yeah. Fucking cool ass shit going on with Mark. He's got another weekend coming up. Uh, yeah, he just lives in San Francisco now. Apparently. Which is, cool, which is you know. That's where he's, that's yeah. where, uh, that's his people, dude. Dude, why wouldn't you? It seems like a great place to just go for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to be out for like two or three weeks in June. In New York? Uh, I'm going to tell you, like, dude, I'm getting pulled in every direction here. Damn. Like, you know, my, my sister and my like stepmom's going to tell you ride. So, uh, they like want me to go there and then I got to go uh, to New York and, uh, you know, like hang out with Sama. Of course. Um, film, help her film some stuff. And right. then th just so happened the week after is the, the U.S. Open. Yep. So it makes sense to hang on the East Coast and just go straight there. Yeah. Yeah. Play some golf with the boys, film some YouTube videos. Yeah. I, I hope YouTube I can get video. out there, dude. Yeah. We'll see what happens with this with this gig. Yeah. But dude, that I mean, I won't tell you to cancel it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. Um, all right, so we got so we got that. We, you're you're gonna be gone for a couple weeks. Um, yeah, and then yeah, dude, I just freaking spent the last eight days. Dude, I want to hear. Uh, it's just like it's such a different world to me. I don't know what even the question is to ask of like, because every time I come back, I see that you had the best time. Yeah, but. I've never even been to an, like an EDC or any like any festival. Yeah, really. Like wow, yeah. Yeah. we got to change that. Yeah, dude, it's just like it's absolute madness. I, we we went we went out last Wednesday, and it's just kind of been like a bender ever since then. Like Thursday, we go to the campsite, and it's it's just like just picture like summer camp, but like now it's like adults that do drugs and like loud music. Yeah. That's essentially what the camp is. Yeah. It's just like this crazy fucking 24-hour party that just pretty much doesn't really ever stop. Um, our campsite was a little bit, was more mellow 
this year uh, because it was kind of further away from like the main party area. I mean, that's the most ideal situation. It really was. Know? It was. I I loved it. I had a great time. Um, and then Friday was the first day of the actual festival, and dude, it was. I mean, it was just. Bro, they get like 400,000 people there throughout the weekend or more. It might be up to like 600,000 yeah. now. So a lot of people are staying in hotels. Yeah, a lot of people are staying in hotels. Just going to shows. Yep. And the but but for me the campsite is where it's at because you're just you can go you can get uh you know, golf carted on site. And it's just it's And just, you're also like going with the owner, right? So yes. you you guys get like basically any access you want and, yeah. and like people not everybody has golf carts or do, do they? Uh well, no like no going around. no there's no car shuttles that's true yeah we, we only get golf carts um but dude it was it was so funny the first the first night is like usually the night when you're supposed to not like get fucked up um and but the first night ended up being the one night that I just got like belligerently drunk <laughs> and yeah. so I was out uh we we stayed up till nine a.m. and uh, at nine a.m. it was me. Uh, my friend uh, Dingo and Brody Jenner, and we were just uh, at our own campsite. Uh, Who's Brody Jenner? Brody Jenner. He's he was on one of those uh, reality shows. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he is related to Kendall and um, the other. Is he the brother? Yeah. He's the he's like the brother from a different mom. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm picturing who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he was on the OC or something. Okay. He's on one of those shows. Uh, but anyways, he, so he DJs also. So him and I were like DJing at like eight in the morning, just fucking hammered to one person who's also fucking hammered, just like, just shirt off, like spinning and this his was shirt the first off. night? This, this, was night is, one? this was night one. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, this is going to be. This is going to be insane. A long, a long trip. Very long. Uh, so, so then we go to bed. And you have to fill your time if you're DJing for one person. No, we didn't have to do shit. This was this was all on our own volition. Oh, got it. Okay. We're just fucked up. And we're like, yo, let's go play music, and we're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, a little practice set, you know. Just fucking around, just just having fun, really, is what it was. Like, yeah. We didn't play anything uh, good, I'm sure, at that hour. Um, and, and and so so I go to sleep. I wake up at like 3 p.m. that day, and I was just like, like everything hurt. Like every single thing hurt, which by the way, I want to, I actually want to look at this right now while we're on, I want to see how much I walked. Cause you actually like end up walking like 30 plus miles, uh, over Damn. the course of a week. And so I actually want to look at this right now. Yeah. So I wake up, I'm fucking just, I'm, I'm in so much pain and Saturday fortunately was like my day to like chill. I didn't have anything going on Saturday at, at the festival. So we, uh, just went out that night and that night I did acid and shrooms. I decided that that was an acid and shrooms night. Um, and just to go and watch shows. Yeah. And just go watch the sets and really just like experience the festival. And what ended up happening that night is we get back. We stayed out all night, by the way. So every, every time I say we get back to the camp, it's like eight in the morning at least. So we get back to the camp at like eight in the morning and then, uh, we go to the main party, which is outside of our camp, but on this thing called the Mesa. And uh, John Summit's DJing. He's fan fantastic. There's still like, I don't know, there's probably like 2,000, 3,000 people out there just like in, in the crowd going yeah. crazy. What time of the day is this? This is like, this is around 9 a.m. Oh, so you didn't sleep at all. We weren't, we weren't asleep yet. Got you. Okay. So 9 a.m. So we're at this party and then we're like, all right, let's go back to our campsite. We go back to the campsite, and where we're staying is secured. It, like it's a secured, uh, like blocked off area with chain link fence. We had two security guards at, at the front entrance. And there's about like 30, 30 uh, shift pods, is what they're called, but they're like glamping. They have AC in them. They're mm -hmm. fucking sick. There's a couple uh, RV trailers for showering and, and bathrooms and stuff. Um, and so me and Cindy just get back to our trailer. And our our air mattress was like fucked up, so we're like, let's just go sleep in the trailer this morning. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. So we go to the trailer, and I had forgotten my glasses in the shift pod. So okay. I walk back to the shift pod to grab my glasses, and I come back, and the door in the trailer that I was in was locked. And I was like, 
the fuck? Maybe maybe it was an auto lock mechanism or something. So I knock on the door and she's not answering. So I knock on it harder. I was like, well, maybe she fell asleep. And then she opens the door and she points to the right. And there's just like this dude in there. What? This just guy who wasn't camping with us, not part of our group. And I was like, yo, you can't be here, dude. And like, I, I like grabbed him and kind of like led him over to security. And I was like, yo, this guy was just like in one of the trailers, blah, blah, dude, blah. Dude, that's so creepy. It was so creepy. So then, so then I walked it's him like out. like a Mr. Ballin's podcast. Literally, dude, every time some weird shit happens, I start thinking. I just like, hear his voice when you were talking. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. So, so listen to this. So I go back and, I, and uh, so I sent this guy, security walked him out. Um, and I go back and I talked to Cindy. I was like, what was that? Was he in there prior to you? No, no. What happened was he went in as soon as I walked out to go to the tent and he like, he walked in there and he didn't know that Cindy was in there. Uh, and he didn't No, no. Okay. And she was like, baby. And cause she thought it was me of course coming back. And the guy like looks at her and goes, like, no, how fucking creepy is that? So then, wait, this gets even wilder. How did Cindy react? She freaked the fuck out, and that's when she opened it. That's it, it, she apparently at that exact moment, like I was knocking oh. on the door, so she like opened it, and and I was there to remove him. He was walking abnormally slow. He didn't have enough time to like get adjusted in the room. Correct. To, like, he yeah yeah yeah. So it was like that's crazy crazy, crazy time. So so I had taken him out to security. Cindy tells me this. I like look at how he got in. He he cut some zip ties that were holding together the chain link fence in a corner. Oh, yeah. Um yeah. and and so so then I go back to security. Uh, with Cindy this time, and I was like, "Yeah." So we we looked and we saw his point of entry. It was like a corner over here. He cut some zip ties. This is also like 10 a.m., so it's light out. Yeah, this is 10 a.m. Yeah, this is literally 10 a.m. Um, so then we walk back to where to the trailer. We want to go back to the trailer to to pass out, and we're walking back, and I see legs behind a trailer, and I was like what the fuck? And we walk around and it's the same fucking guy. He got back in. He got back in. He literally went back to the same point of entry, opened the gate, came in and he was standing behind the trailer with the, uh, the fuse box open. He's just got the fuse box open. Yeah. He was about to shut down all the lights or something. Exactly. And and we're like, dude, what the fuck? So this time I like grabbed him and I'm like, you got to get the fuck out. So I like walked him to the front and I told, I was like, dude, cut his wristband, dude. He's done. He cannot have EDC anymore. And so they cut his wristband and security takes him wherever he's going to go, like to whatever holding station they have there. Um, but it was, and then they found that he had, uh, wire cutters on him. So that's how he got into the camp and yeah. cut all the fucking things. And this is like, uh, probably had, is that the only weapon he had on him? Yeah, I think so. Um, but those are enough, dude, to like intimidate the shit out of somebody. Right? Yeah. It was so fucking weird, dude, to have this like happen. And, like, and then, of course, you know. That was the one guy who was at your set? <laughs> the <laughs> night just before. Pissed, just like ready to yeah. go. He's like, oh, you're not playing again tonight, <laughs> dude. I broke in for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got him fucking kicked out, but that was like it was so creepy. I've That's never so had, creepy, especially with all the murder podcasts that that me that me and Cindy listen to. It's like, dude, you got me onto Mr. Ballin. Like, I know. I, the we, like I watch the YouTube videos when I go to bed and just be a sick fuck. They're so great, but it's also it makes you aware that there are fucking weirdos out there. Yeah, that will kill you <laughs> like straight up. So I was very concerned. Um, with this situation, the weirdest part about like the whole thing was like he didn't even like try to resist at any point. Yeah. Like, even when I was like, cut his band, he just goes, like, he just puts his hand out like this, like, go ahead, cut it. Like, yeah. It's very strange. Um, so that was just, that was, that was Saturday into Sunday. <laughs> Sunday was my DJ set. So we went to the festival. We went to, they, they, they do weddings at EDC. So we went to like a couple weddings. <laughs> oh, and, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like the first wedding we went to was very ratchet, uh, if I don't mind okay, saying. Okay. Just a lot of like, licking each other's faces and like twerking is yeah. then this the other wedding we went to was this lesbian couple and like literally everyone in our group was like tearing up it was like beautiful yeah it could it could have been the mushrooms but yeah. also what a like fun spot to it, get married it was wild yeah if it both was, people in the you know are are like just all about eec yeah why wouldn't you exactly so mm-hmm. it was it was kind of it was pretty beautiful shocked that to have that sort of like experience um, and then my set was at three in the morning on the Corona stage 
and it was like the greatest. It was it was the, the best DJ set I've ever had in front of the biggest crowd I've ever had. That was one with all the photos and stuff from uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, that looks so fun, bro. It was very fun, and yeah. it was, it was just it was so cool because like every like I went there, my set started at three, and all the people that we were camping with were like, yeah, we'll be there, we'll be there. Um, and so at like three twenty, they all show up yeah. and, and come up on stage and it was just like, felt like it just the support and just like the amount of people that like were there that wanted to see my set and, and, and do it was just like, it's, it's so humbling. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to put it. You just, you just feel like, holy shit, these people like actually care enough. Cause I'm not necessarily known for music. Yeah. I, I love DJing. I love playing music. I, I love making music and stuff, but I'm not like known for it yet. Uh, so just to have the turnout that I had for people that were curious or just even some of the walk-ups that just like heard a song were like, Oh, what's this? Um, it's just like such a, a yeah. good feeling. I think you like reposted something that some guy put out there and he was like, yeah. I actually went to a Blake Weber set and it was fun as hell. Yeah. Fun. He's, yeah. he was like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I had the most fun at Blake Weber set than yeah. anywhere else at EDC. I was like, all right, well that's, that's a, that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just something that's like magical about it. And then, um, the after party on Sunday, that's when the shit gets weird. That's when you let yourself fucking go. Is that and, when you were doing the man on the street? No, I did the man on the street, uh, and basically a little over an hour each night. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I just, you know, cause trying to film at these things, dude, it's too stressful. There's too much going on. There's right. too much stimulation. So just, you know, donate an hour and then that's it. Boom. Yeah. You're going to get what you yeah. need. hundred percent. Did Cindy film for you or it was somebody nope. else? My buddy, Andrew Baxter, he came out and, uh, oh, okay. and filmed for me. Nice. Fucking G. Uh, but the the after party on Have I met that dude or it sounds so familiar. He he probably like he probably he follows our podcast. I oh, okay. guarantee he likes yeah, all yeah. our posts. Got you. He's a good dude. Um, but the after party is where shit gets weird. So I didn't do any. I I did a little a micro dose of of mushrooms on uh, Sunday. But after my set, then I like did a macro dose of mushrooms. Someone gave me these fucking things that are, <laughs> they have mushrooms. They had uh, Molly and they had uh, magnesium in it to make the come down like smoother. Wow. And so I ate scientific. Some, yeah. So I ate some of these things and this, this after party went until like 2 PM. Like we did not sleep till Sunday night. We did not. Yeah. Sunday yeah. into Monday. It went to 2 PM. It was, we just sat in our trailer watching all these weirdos just dancing around on the dance floor, being strange and just eating a ton of mushrooms and, and drinking, uh, you know, uh, seltzers all night, mamitas to be exact. And it was, dude, it's just, it was so crazy. By the time we went to bed Monday, it was like, I don't know, was, I think it was close to like 11 PM Monday or, or midnight. So we had gone, uh, 36 hours without sleeping. Damn, do and you feel so tired or are you just still kind of like because the adrenaline and uh, the drugs? It like was, it went in waves. Yeah. Like it was like, it would start crashing, crashing, crashing and then something would happen. You'd be like, oh, well, I, I guess we're going to that. So, so as soon as we left camp that afternoon, we went to our friends set at Marquis, which is uh, at the, whatever, the Cosmo. And I was dying for a while there. Uh, but then once we yeah. got back to the house that we were staying at there, it was like, it was pretty fucking chill. And then the next, uh, the next day just slept and, and tried to recover. And then today we, uh, drove home. Um, dude, I mean, it must be a great practice in like what you were saying earlier of just like being able to let go. Yeah. And just whatever happens, you know? Well, and that's, and, and realistically, that is something I learned when I went to this same after party back in 2019. If you just let your yourself go and sort of like be a part of something, mm -hmm. it's like very freeing. Yeah. And that's one thing I will say that, that you can take away from like these crazy parties and, and shit like this is that the people that really let themselves go are, are the ones that are definitely having the best time. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. There's this dude wearing like the. Uh, I got a video of it. I, I didn't post it because it, I don't know. It just seemed like my commentary on it was like not. It just wasn't very nice. But this guy was wearing like a fucking rug and he was just doing yoga on the dance floor. Everyone's dancing and this guy. He's older. He's got a crazy ponytail. He's just fucking doing yoga and I'm just like, that guy's having the best time. Like no question about it. Yeah. 
So I don't know. There's some, there's <laughs> some about, yeah. t- there's some to that that you can take away from in life. Uh, you know, but man, what a wild, what a wild eight days <laughs> it has been. And I'm still fucking tired. I'm, yeah. I'm still so tired. I need one more day of sleep, uh, some fucking coconut water and I should be okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right back in it. <laughs> right back in it, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, well dude, that sounds dope. I wish I did something like that in my life. You will. Yeah, but instead I was just uh, <laughs> getting frustrated with Griff <laughs> on the way to an airport. <laughs> just mad at Griff for not showing you a DM. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, man. Um, all right, well, I feel like that's uh, that was a pretty long podcast. Oh, no, I guess it's just an hour, huh? Right at an hour. Yeah, dude, it felt like fucking forever. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's what happens when, when you're high. Yeah. You, everything feels like it's taken forever. Yeah, you know. It's nice to have a little, uh, you know, solo time and mono, kinda, mono, a mono. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't do this anymore. Right. <laughs> There's none of this. We have two other assholes over here <laughs> chiming in with their own bullshit that doesn't matter. Yeah. I said it. None of the shit matters that you guys say. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's not true. I think they're funny as fuck. Yeah. And it yeah. absolutely matters. Yeah. People are probably going to turn this. Probably, people probably won't make it to the end of this because they're like, oh, it's only two of them. Fuck that. Dude, honestly, Country Code Jason is trash without Mark, so. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I know people that, you know, they, they just won't listen, dude. Dude, I will say, good turnout in Austin for uh, Country Code Jason. Hell yeah. Someone asked about you in the crowd. They're like, oh. Where, where's Jake? Literally. Yeah. This, like, was heckling to the point where Mark yeah. said, shut, like, had to <laughs> tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So. No, that's, uh, that's people that, uh. That, that follow me, dude. Yeah. I'll heckle at comedy shows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, bro. Your fans <laughs> fucking suck, dude. Uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, just, you know, shout out Live Forever Golf. Uh, they've been Always. with us since the beginning. Yep. Um, and I feel like we should do a shirt with them. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it'd be fucking sick. Yeah. We know it would be sick. Yeah. For all the people that like boating. For all the people, that, <laughs> including yourself. Yeah. <laughs> In your uh, shower boat sandals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I won't do it again, dude. I mean, you know, I get it was a risk, but it was a risk. Yeah, I, these are good too. You know, maybe you get a worse pair of shower sandals. These are good ones, dude. Loud Those are good ones. Fucking, I like the design a lot. Yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm just rambling, uh, and then uh, you know, that's about the time podcast should, should be. be. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>